I was talking about persevering and running the race and all of these things. She was like, well, I'll tell you, I do two things. And one of them was something spiritual. And I was like, oh, okay. And the second thing I do is I take a fiction vacation every single day. Hmm. And I was like, say what now? <laughs> Welcome to Real FM Rewind. B-side. Where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Welcome back, friends, to Real FM Rewind B-Side. My name's Kara. We've got Anson and Zoe in the studio again today. Surprise! I know. Like, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Who's going to be in the studio today? <laughs> <laughs> Who's it going to be? It's us. The same us. people it is every week. Every week. Yeah. Again, it's us. But uh, we're glad to be hanging out with you on this very warm summer day. And I'm going to toss it over to Zoe for On Repeat. On Repeat for me, it's Peabod's new one, Better Than Nostalgia. Context to who this guy is because I like a lot of his songs that we mm-hmm. play on Real FM. So, you know, did the old googly google. <laughs> so, his name is Isaac Peabody. So that's where he gets his rapper name, okay. Peabod. I always want to say Peabody. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that tracks. <laughs> it's got to be unique. Uh, he's 24 years old. So that comforts me. I'm like, okay, he's yeah, young. someone my age. Cool. <laughs> he's a singer, songwriter, obviously. He's based in Seattle, which I thought was funny because I when I think of Seattle, I think of Nirvana. That's <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. More like grunge rock. Yeah, than, grunge yeah. rock. And what's kind of cool about him is as I was reading, someone described him as he gives rap a new name. Which I thought was interesting because I think a lot of the rap on Real FM has changed my perception of rap Mm. because Mm. before, like when I thought rap, I thought, you know, dirty lyrics, like gross connotations, (laughs) angry, (laughs) which, you know, I think it's a a lot different with the artists we play here. So Mm -hmm. very nice. And Peabod definitely puts his own spin on it. Isn't Peabod the happy rapper? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think of him as. That's what he's considered. I was just going to say he's happy, quirky, and he's also described as nostalgic, which brings us to this song. (laughs) Interesting. So some of the lyrics here, right? I need more than a secondhand high from a memory, more than a way to get by. What's the remedy? Looking back feels like my only tether. Mm. I need something better, something better than nostalgia, something better than the classics. I've been asking to go back. What could be better? Mm. And that song really hit me because I feel like me and probably a lot of people love nostalgia. We love looking back on our childhood or those classic memories. Like when he says classics, I instantly thought of classic films. And it just made me think of like, we're living in a world where there's so many remakes, prequels and sequels, like literally the Wonka trailer dropped yesterday. (laughs) The Barbie movies. The Barbie movie. So there's just a lot of nostalgia right now. And I went ahead and watched the music video and I just thought this was so cute, cool and simple. (laughs) And what was really funny, the music video is him with pictures of him as a kid next to his current self recreations. Oh, cool. It's really cool. Highly recommend checking it out. But in one of his recreations of his childhood picture, I was like, oh, 2000s. I was like smacked in the face with 2000s because (laughs) my baby brothers had that same backdrop. Oh, Oh, nice. That was like early 2000s. And so I was like. crazy. He did his job well. Yes. He did his job well. That's cool. So I think Peabot is really hitting the nail on the head with this song. And it's obviously Mm. really catchy and fun, but kind of bringing more awareness to this idea that we're all going back Mm -hmm. and not moving forward. 
Interesting. Why, like ask you guys what you thought about that. Kara's actually, yeah. I know, talked about this uh, a few times before. Yeah. This like obsession we seem to have kind of culturally with nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And you see it across, I think, pretty much every generation too. Yes. Yeah. Like obviously there's different things that we're nostalgic for, but you hear like older people talking about the good old days, right? Yeah. And a lot of like young people kind of resent like that idea that there was something better about the the 40s or 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. But then those of us who grew up in the 80s or the 90s 90s. or the 2000s we're looking back on our formative years with the same rose color those good old days exactly (laughs) we are and so there is something i think that is comforting to us about uh the time that we grew up in because we tend to cherish kind of the innocence of youth and all of those things Mm. and i think sometimes we misapply like the innocence of just being young and kind Mm. of innocent about the world with actual things that we associate with that time, right? Like it wasn't necessarily that music was cleaner at some point in Mm -hmm. the past or that it was TV shows were more moral or Mm -hmm. things like that. It's just, that's what we happen to associate with a very innocent time in our lives. And so we apply those attributes to that time, I think. And then I think the other thing that stands out to me with the whole nostalgia thing is, and Peabod touches on it in the song, we're just looking for a little bit of like comfort that's, and safety that's what I was thinking. and happiness. Yeah. And we're not sure where to get it from. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this seems like a potential source. And yep. so we tap into it. And as Peabody, I think kind of alludes to in the song, the troubling thing is, is it usually falls short. Yeah. That's what it made me think of is I immediately thought of my husband and I love friends the tv mm, show yeah we've watched it three times wow. too, y'all like and i didn't even okay. i didn't grow up watching it but it it brings out that warm fuzzy nostalgia mm. feeling mm. that we crave sometimes like when you're going through life and life is unpredictable sometimes like you just crave that predictable like this is familiar this is nostalgic it brings me back to some sort of a simpler something in my mind. And it's just, it's just comforting. Like it's just, right. I think that's the key word. I think it's comforting. Right. And I think that's not always bad, but I think probably what he's getting at is in the song is that it's not enough yeah. to, right. it's not enough to heal us. It's not enough to bring about like wholeness and mm. the happiness we're probably seeking. It's okay sometimes sure. like to, to go there and we go there a lot, but it's, it's probably not enough in the mm-hmm. long run and maybe we're starting to say. develop a little bit of an over reliance on that mm-hmm. that's a good like, way to yeah, yeah. like it, whenever i need that feeling <laughs> yeah. of comfort this is the thing i'm going to go to every single time every yeah. time it's probably not going to live up to exactly. what we need from it yep we interrupt this program to bring you a pause now it's time for on pause it's my turn to press pause this week and i am pressing pause to talk about something kind of fun I want to talk about fiction. Ooh. Yeah. Fiction. Fiction. Okay. So I don't know if, I, I mean, I do know Anson, cause you and I have talked about this at length, mm. but you are into reading fiction. I am. I don't know Zoe, how you feel about reading fiction, but I have a lifelong love of reading fiction that I recently, I was in a little bit of a slump with like mm. for the past couple of years, actually, I've been struggling to get back into reading fiction, but it's been one of those things that's been significant to me spiritually formative which sounds super weird but it's been a significant part of my life and so I was very sad when for the last couple of years I've just been in a little bit of a fiction drought yeah and I, I love reading nonfiction too and can become a little bit over saturated with that mm. so recently um was actually recording a podcast with our sister station 
And it was with this author and they were talking about serious spiritual stuff and how do you make it through like the hard seasons and persevere spiritually. And, you know, so it was like a real deep conversation. Yeah. Uh, And this woman who's been through a lot of stuff in her life, she's been blind since she was 15. I was talking about persevering and running the race and all of these things. She was like, well, I'll tell you, I do two things. And one of them was something spiritual. It was like I read the verse of the day on my phone and I like come back to it throughout the day and pray it. And I was like, oh, okay." And the second thing I do is I take a fiction vacation every single day. Hmm. And I was like, say what now? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, she spends a portion of her day listening to a fiction book and just checking out. She's like, because my brain needs that break. It Mm. will not stop. And I take this fiction vacation and then I can come back to real life and keep going. Yeah. And I was like, nah, uh, <laughs> this is a thing that people do. It and kind then, of almost feels like someone's like giving you permission. It then did. To like, Go do this <laughs> it thing. It was right? like amazing. <laughs> and so she said that. And then one of the other authors, she's like in her 60s. She was like, I do the same thing mm. every day. Interesting. It really hit me. And so I was like, all right, I'm getting back into this. And mm. so I actually started listening to audiobooks because it was a way to kind of access that when I was doing other things and felt mm-hmm. like I didn't have time. And so I recently finished a trilogy that Anson actually actually recommended. I had been in the middle of this trilogy. I, I kid you not for like a year. I'd been yeah. stuck in the middle of this book, the, the middle book. And it's a big book. These three They're books. big books. Yeah. yeah. It's the Mistborn series by Brandon yeah. Sanderson, by Thank the way. You. If yes. Yeah. They're really good. You've heard of them. Or if um, not, you should check them out. You should check them out. And I got kind of stuck in the middle of that book, but then I picked it up on audiobook. And then I also uh, simultaneously rented it from the library on my Kindle so I could go back and forth. Um, and I just finished the last one this this last week. Mm. And it was so good. <laughs> you get that Such, like rush of like, oh, what a great story. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. And I was like, I need to keep doing this for my my well-being and <laughs> just personhood. I don't know. There's something about it that just makes me feel like a person and, and also helps me process life in a way that is hard to explain. And so I just thought it'd be fun to talk about this because... Uh, It's one of those things that I don't know, maybe you don't think of as an important thing. But for me, it's been one of those formative, important things in my life that um, and and I think for other people, too, Anson and I were just talking about this, even for your daughter. I'd love for you to share that story Mm -hmm. like that really was profound to me to hear how it's been formative for you and and your daughter and even for you building that relationship. I don't know. It's kind of a cool thing that I've been thinking about lately. Yeah, I um could not agree with you more. In fact, I had, I don't know if it was a technically a new year's resolution or Mm -hmm. if it was just something I decided, but a few years ago I was, I was like fed up with social media Yeah, and I was (laughs) mostly fed up with my own use of social media Mm. because like I was just on it all the time Yeah, and I didn't want to be right. Like I think there are aspects of social media that are great and that are fun, but I was spending so much time on it. I was like, I need to find a way Mm -hmm. to not have this like dominate all of my time. Yes. Uh, And I was struggling to figure out what that was because I literally could not make myself stop. (laughs) Maybe I was addicted. (laughs) I was going to say because it's an addiction (laughs) of addiction. Uh, And so I finally decided that for me, and I do not think that this necessarily needs to be the case for everyone, Mm -hmm. but for me, I decided I need to deactivate all of my accounts and just step Mm -hmm. away because I can't seem to like I had tried the app timers and all the Mm, other ways to like try to limit my use and it just wasn't working. Mm. So about two and a half years ago, I just deleted all of it Uh, and I don't have any social media accounts currently except for one like Facebook account that I have to have for work (laughs) work. (laughs) where I have no friends and no followers and I just use it for work. (laughs) I'm very lame. Um, No, I decided that's what I needed to do. And then 
all of a sudden I had all this time, time on my hands and it was crazy because I would find myself in situations like waiting for a meeting to start at work mm. or sitting in a waiting room at the doctors and these places where I would normally and still was for a while compulsively pulling out my phone to open yep. up an app and just mindlessly scroll through something. All of a sudden I was like, what do I do? Yeah. Do I just sit here and stare at that guy? Like, what do I, you know? Like, what now? That's why they have magazines and waiting rooms. Exactly. At yeah. least they used to, they used right? To. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what do I do? Well, I realized, like, I think a really great kind of companion kind of resolution to go with this, if you will, would be to read more. Mm -hmm. That would be a much more fulfilling way to spend this time. And so downloaded the Kindle app on my phone, eventually got one and just started reading all of the time mm -hmm. and some nonfiction, but fiction as well. Yeah. And it has been transformative for me mm -hmm. in a number of ways. One thing that you've talked a lot about, Kara, that I think is, is really powerful is how much, and you alluded to it just a few minutes ago, is how much we learn through story. Mm -hmm. And this isn't limited to books. It mm -hmm. can be across mediums yes. like movies or TV shows or whatever. But the amount of things that we can kind of like process about life and learn about life, mm -hmm. even some important spiritual things yeah. just through fiction and through storytelling is really, really profound. I think there's some things that it's almost easier to learn through storytelling mm -hmm. than it is some nonfiction book, some author just trying to tell you the way something is, totally. right? You talk about, I know, Harry Potter, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. like that story being kind of a transformative totally. series in your life. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned my daughter, Andrew Peterson, who is a, an artist, a Christian music artist, wrote The Wingfeather Saga, which is a mm. series of four books, which if you have not read them, I highly, highly recommend. Kara yeah, so recommended them to me. And they're about probably like a, an elementary to like middle school age mm -hmm. kind of reading level. Funny. They're easy to read. And I read them a little while back with my 11 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. And I think they did this for her. They were transformative yes. for her. The story is about this main character who's an oldest sibling mm -hmm. and he has this responsibility to take care of his younger siblings. And sometimes it's really hard and he doesn't want to do it, <laughs> but he learns that that's one of the callings on his life. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, who is an oldest, I think read this and was like, it just totally transformed the way that she viewed the relationship with her siblings. Aww. And she realized like, oh my goodness, this is, this is exactly how I feel. This character is going through the things that I'm going through. Yep. I can relate to this other person, even if it's a fictional character and I'm not alone in the way that I feel about mm -hmm. my responsibilities in the world. And so I think that was a really impactful thing for her as that's well. So, cool. so uh, that's a, a great reason to read fiction. And then the final one for me, I would say is we've talked before on this podcast and in other areas on Real FM about the importance of play. Yeah. And that we need to sometimes engage in activities that are purely just for the fun of doing them, yep. right? Not because they're productive or because they earn us something or they, I don't know, move us ahead in the rat race or whatever, but just something to participate in because it's fun yep. and it's rewarding in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And I think reading fiction is a really great way to do that. My wife and I love reading books together, whether like literally together, reading aloud to each other or just reading at the same time, because then we can talk to each other about them. Mm. And it kind of gives us a mutual activity it's to a, participate yeah, in together. Great recreational activity. together. Yes. Yeah. It's a great like marriage builder. And then the other thing is, don't get me wrong. I love movies. I love TV shows. I love other forms of media. And I, I this is not necessarily to like denigrate those, <laughs> but I do think there is something unique about reading a book 
that is maybe a little bit more like participatory mm. in nature as opposed to like watching a movie or a TV show that can sometimes be a little bit more passive Spec- consumption. Spectator. Right. Yeah. Like I'm kind of leaning back in my chair, munching on some popcorn, watching this thing unfold. Mm-hmm. Whereas something about reading a book, it engages your imagination in a different yeah, way. That's mm-hmm. true. Because it doesn't give you all of the information, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You don't have like a visual to follow. You have to create that in your mind. That's a good point. And so there's kind of this like imaginative, almost creative process yep. that you're engaging in by reading a book that I just think engages your mind on a little bit of a different level. Yeah. And so for all of those reasons, I could not recommend reading fiction. (laughs) I could go on about this forever, but I should let Zoe get in her thoughts. I'm (laughs) eager to jump in because storytelling is actually something I am very passionate about and have spent many years of my teen and young adulthood trying to learn how to better tell stories and to communicate messages through storytelling because I realized when I was a kid that I love stories. Stories are great, but the more I looked into it, the more you realize that stories and storytelling is across all of human existence, mm-hmm. across all of cultures. And what's really cool is you find the same patterns of storytelling within yeah. all across all of time and all of human cultures. Yeah. And it brought me to this point of like God created that in mm-hmm. us that we tell mm-hmm. stories and Jesus communicated to us in that way. Like yeah. a lot of people think the parables, oh, they're so confusing. Why didn't he just say it, you know, so matter of a fact? It's because we like stories and yeah. he knew that. And, and we learned through stories. And with fictional stories, and you can do this with real life, you know, events and stories too, but with fictional stories specifically, you're doing kind of a parable like Jesus mm. does. You're saying mm-hmm. this thing represents this thing mm. yeah. and it can kind of help us in, in our imagination, right? Put the pieces together in an emotional way yeah. that we wouldn't if you bluntly said, mm-hmm. hey, this apple's red or whatever, like a fact kind of right. thing. That's so good, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, love storytellings. Love, love it. So I'm very excited that yeah. we're all on the same page. Okay, real quick then, before we wrap up this conversation. Yes. What's a, a book or a book series that you've read that you'd be like, hey, if you haven't read this, you should check it out. Oh, man. Could be one that you've read recently or from long ago. What's one like what's the first one that pops to your mind of like, if you haven't read this, go, uh, go read, read it. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I feel like I already said mine, but mm. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter series. No, no, no. That's controversial. And not guys, with me. Not, well, <laughs> yeah, you're the one who convinced me. <laughs> I need to read those. Oh, I haven't read them. I was not allowed to as a kid. Yeah. So I I literally read that book series under the blankets of my bed as a kid (laughs) to avoid getting in trouble with my mom because she didn't want me to read them. Hi, mom. By the way, (laughs) my mom has since read them and loves them and has completely changed her mind about that. So have you now, Zoe, have you watched the movies? Oh, my parents love the movies. We were allowed to watch the movies and not read the books. So you have the context. I read them without any context like oh, wow anson, no movies no movies nothing i knew nothing wow. and anson convinced me to read them and it was like life-changing every wow. day carol would walk I into would the studio like, and just be like so <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh exactly. you would not believe it <laughs> he was like actually i would yeah i remember that yeah. Wow. yeah it was very very transformative um i don't know that this is uh, i would say the wing feather saga andrew Good peterson one. the one Perfect. that i just like if you haven't read those books yep. The 100%. end of the fourth book for that series, I <laughs> cried so much that him. I think I worried my spouse and my family. <laughs> They're like, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, I have not ever cried as much at the end of a book or that's, a book series as I have. So it is very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Shout out as like an honorable mention to the series I'm reading right now is The Wheel of Time. Oh, I've heard of yeah. it. Which is kind of known as like if, if uh, The Lord of the Rings is the grandfather 
yeah. of like fantasy, <laughs> modern fantasy. Uh, Wheel of Time is like the the father. It's like the next generation ah. down. Like it's kind of like the next biggest thing. The Mac Daddy. It is 14 books. That's so many books. And I'm currently books. on book 11 of 14. Wow. If you want like the most epic world building series yep. in history, read this series. Yeah. Just know it's a commitment. <laughs> you will be committed. Yes. Heck yeah. How about you, Zoe? What's yeah. uh, one of your yeah. favorite stories? So you had asked earlier, Kara, if I read yeah. fiction. And to just circle back to that, I'm I'm in a rut with fiction. Are you like, too? I understand. I'm struggling because I'm, this is shocking. I'm picky. I know. Uh, Couldn't yeah. believe it. That's fair. <laughs> so I, I get scared. I'm going to be disappointed or upset as I'm reading oh, a book, you know, because there's a lot of fantasy books out yeah, there. That's, and it's, oh, yeah. it's hard to find. You know, what is going to what's going to be good? And I know Harry mm. Potter's good. So that's on my list. I think we yep. own my husband owns the Winged Feather series. So <gasps> there's one that I can jump in on. Totally. Um, but like personal recommendations, obviously love C.S. Lewis. The mm-hmm. uh, Chronicles mm-hmm. of Narnia is an ultimate classic. But if you haven't heard of this other book by C.S. Lewis, it's one of my favorites as a young teen. It's called Till We Have Faces. Mm. And it is really, really good. And it's like, I've a, never read that one. I highly recommend it. It really was like you were talking about transformative yeah. for me as like a 13 year old That's reading awesome. it. And it's a kind of a, a really clever retelling of a Greek myth, the myth, myth of um, Cupid and Psyche. Okay. So he takes this myth and he really transforms it, I think, in a very beautiful, provocative way and asks a lot of deep questions. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for like, fictional fantasy mythology but yeah. also it's got that c.s lewis like theological mm, deep deepness, stuff yeah. yeah that's that's up my alley and so i love that book that sounds really good fast forward and now it is time for fast forward something we're looking forward to in the coming week or so we just got through prime day yeah we did Did you guys do some online shopping oh my gosh for prime day yeah i loved the memes where, like my favorite one. I Did you do shopping? I loved the memes. Yeah, I'm poor. I can't go shopping. What are you talking about? I just participated through memeing. Uh, so my favorite one was, I've mentioned her before. It's the Utah mom. Oh, <laughs> she, yeah. Oh, yeah. she does a parody of like influencers on Prime Day. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It was so, so funny because it's like, I'm recommending these things that you know I have these brand deals for and there's a hundred on this list that you totally need to buy. Right. Yes. It was so funny. So yes. I enjoyed that. Okay, fair That's enough. Fun. All right, so obviously we could go on and rail on about um, you know consumerism and all of yeah, that. And That's all fair and That's yada true. yada yada. But I'm going to try to keep it positive here, yeah. briefly for the fast forward before we start. And say I am currently waiting on uh, a couple of things to arrive. Ooh, uh, for example, I'm getting a new work computer, which I'm very excited Ooh. about because oh, yeah, mine yeah, is yeah. like crashing like constantly. That and it's is really hard super to work. exciting. And I'm getting some new noise canceling headphones <gasps> for here at the office. Oh, fun and. And uh, there's just something fun about like, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas. researching a new thing and like picking out the right mm-hmm. one yep. and then like waiting on it to arrive. That is and insane. yes, I know, like I said, consumerism, dopamine hits, blah, yes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's kind of fun sometimes. OK, let me enjoy. It. Let me it's have true. this one. We have this moment. I'm looking forward to getting some fun new toys That's that I fun. think are genuinely also going to uh, be useful and mm-hmm. help make my life a little better. Well, and so that's always exciting. I feel like yeah. let me throw out this caveat on your behalf, Anson, because it. If anyone deserves to enjoy these things, it's Anson because he has trouble spending money. <laughs> Anson ah. does not let himself splurge on things very often. Uh, so true. when Anson does, we should let him have We that. celebrate you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kara. I do have a rather hard time spending yeah. dollars he's, of any sort. He's not like me that does this like every day. And then like every I have day a it's problem. Prime day. I have a problem. 
problem. Anson should be allowed to enjoy this. Kara's just like frolicking through the yes. fields of Amazon, like another pl- plucking packages yeah. out of the ground. And- <laughs> Sad. Yeah. But Anson should be allowed. I think you should be allowed to, Kara. Well, thank you. And we'll throw in some uh, memes, some more memes for Zoe. Yes, too. we will. Give me the memes. <laughs> All right. So we hope you enjoy your spoils if you shopped the Prime Day and enjoy those packages. And if not, we hope you enjoy the memes. <laughs> I will also enjoy the memes. I enjoy yeah, good we memes. We can enjoy them together. Yes. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>